listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Who the fuck, Gambino? This nigga on your TiVo. My hotel costs a kilo. I'm banking like a freak though. Fuck y'all, we 18. Y'all playing B like Walgreens. Cop that shit and paint it black. Niggas want they summon back. Ha ha, no way. Hugh blows, Dolce. Beans in my hand, girls in my car. She's still with a man. She see me noir. Homegirl on that masterpiece. Watch us ball like referees. Unnecessary roughness. We just trying to function. Used to sport them feelers. Cause so my cousin like them heaters. So we don't dope. wipe them like a lever. So we just dope. party and we leave them. Tell them what we hitting we don't want to see him your girl look best when she only wear fit me and vino in the house that we niggas want to send it get it hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a saturday morning ready to do feedback and i do mean saturday morning i mean it is 10 okay yeah because sometimes we do a little look we get a little lazy sometimes it's a busy day i have things to do okay it's not we don't get to fuck around this saturday um but yeah you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher which i just realized i forgot to open up um <laughs> ah! but leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the air as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and we do want to shout out the people that donated to us uh let me get the choir to start playing the song uh we got us a new choir coming in uh, oh shit a visiting choir day. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way from across the pond i believe not across the pond mm-hmm uh I like to uh, give a shout out to Calter H. Thank you, Calter. We appreciate you. K M. Thank you, K. We appreciate you, K. You know, looking out for the show. I thought I came, but I peed on the dick. Pubic hair got inches, that's weed on the dick. Pussy like a tree, got leaves on the shit. Nicole L. Thank you, Nicole. Climbing on that dick, need a turn. Early days in photography. We appreciate you. Quiet came in real hard. Listen, we're a pro, pro, pro sex, pro LGBTQ church. J Fool, thank you so much. Marvin B, yes. Marvin B, thank you. Got a one time donation from Graylin B, who says, I'm finally making my contribution to the TBGWT Building Fund and the Pumpkin Spice Ministries. Hallelujah. Yes. nothing nothing but continued success for you guys Graylin from gas from the gas house oh you from the gas house oh, hey, up the street salona s thank you salona bambi h thank you bambi justin j appreciate you candace h thank you chriselle appreciate you chriselle nerds and luxury those luxurious nerds thank you adam s appreciate you katie g we appreciate you katie oh katie okay did you uh cavis d <laughs> thanks cavis yes annie p appreciate you annie are you okay i hope y'all doing okay this morning because you've been hit by a smooth criminal nedra d thank you nedra laura e we appreciate you long today uh christina s thank you christina hey baby um we appreciate you uh hold on waiting on this next one to load uh nicholas z oh thanks nick yes rita macy no relation bomani jones uh who you guys may know from espn and other places and his own podcast the right time uh miss hathaway thank you miss hathaway yes one time donation from franklin p who says this is long overdue hoping this becomes a year i can up my tbgwt ties offering game 
and offering game big hugs to you and karen frankie thanks frankie thank you renate m thank you olivia from chicago y'all know her pete b and that's everybody all right let me out cupcake Coochie guarantee to put you to sleep so damn soon. Riding on that dick, I'm reading good night moves. Vending machine, vending machine. Can't eat it till it's money between, money between. This pussy is a vending machine, vending machine. Can't eat it till it's money between, money between. Vending machine, vending machine. Vending machine, vending machine. Can't eat it till it's money between, money between. This pussy is a vending machine, vending machine. Hey, give out all them tweets at the vending machine. Mm-hmm. Head on a dick, duck, 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 goose. <laughs> duck, 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 goose. Oh, this song makes me holler every time I hear it. It's so good. Uh, wait, why didn't iTunes open up? I've been opening up iTunes. Let me try this again. Mm. I guess this is the time the show is going to be today. <laughs> I'm assuming the dick is how you get the goods at the vending machine. That's my assumption. Uh, I mean, it's a roll of quarters if, if you know what you're doing, I guess. Yeah, not a whole roll. <laughs> i mean we hope you know what i'm saying um yeah we don't want 50 cents you she, she don't take whole rolls that means you gotta at least have ten dollars yeah i don't know what's going on with this itunes why i don't want to open mm. there's another way to get these but now i gotta take my time did it actually the reboot because mine did mine was like hey update your itunes uh mm, it's looking for photos and videos in my microsoft OneDrive. i didn't even know that this is what itunes is supposed to do no i didn't i didn't know itunes was was creeping like that niggas creeping i know all up in my shit um uh, anyway i'll try to start with stitcher first then um uh, maybe that'll load a little bit faster okay and we'll... shut down try to bring it back up or i don't know what i should do because it's only 18 percent complete should i let it finish 19 oh, 20 like okay okay also do it some form of a download seems <laughs> your guess is good as mine karen this shit about to be all out of order today i don't know what's what's, what's happening, happening? Mm. no problem let me see if i can get into mine mm-hmm. um all right well while that and you know what uh why don't we go a little bit uh different and i'll play a voicemail first we got one voicemail oh, over the week shit see if this works oh great and it doesn't work <laughs> am i still on screen is my internet working what is happening right now <sighs> just that kind of day, huh yeah i see you moving okay I- so i am on screen and mm-hmm. everything's working on the internet it just decided mm-hmm. fuck me okay cool now nah, i know better uh well we got a pot we got a review on um stitcher oh at least that shit working the char writes in um i've been listening for about four months i have to admit at first i was cautiously entertained while also kind of scared for y'all y'all are speaking all this truth out loud even though white folks might be listening (laughs) i know sure it's crazy i live and work in a community where i am usually the only speck in the buttermilk if you get my Ah! drift oh we get the drift in the buttermilk that's a good one and even though these people are progressive pro lgbt etc there are times when they say dumb stuff and i just shake my head feeling like nobody gives me i failed to find the words to explain why it's not okay for them to just reach out and touch my hair or how to phrase why i don't feel like talking about my weave when my friend whitney told me about your podcast uh rod and karen you do both do some oh then my friend whitney told me about your podcast shout out to whitney the real shout MVP. out to the mvp thank you baby 
rod and karen you both do such a great job articulating what i'm feeling i sit in my car or at my desk like yeah after one of karen's rants or one of rod's deep insights i find a community that gets me i found a community that gets me i walk around a bit taller when i'm at the office and i become much stronger being unapologetically black usually i listen to the to uh listen on tune in but i signed up for stitcher so i I could leave you a five-star review keep it up y'all thank you baby yeah we appreciate you signing up to uh to be able to leave us a five-star review like that um you know because it it does help the show out can you tell people how to leave us a five-star review on stitcher real quick while i look up the uh itunes yes to leave us a five-star review on stitcher stitcher is a little bit more complicated than itunes it's best to just google the black out who tips stitcher page click on that and it actually take you directly to the stitcher page and up in the top left hand corner you see five stars leave a review click on that and click inside and leave us a a five-star review the thing about stitcher is once you hit submit stitcher actually sends an email confirmation so if you wrote us a review in the past and you're like well my review isn't on stitcher check your junk mail because it may have sent it to your junk mail um stitcher requires an email confirmation confirm your email address and then uh a few days later it will pop up on stitcher also for those you have ios devices stitcher actually allows you to leave comments inside per episode on ios we don't see those for some reason those don't go to our actual uh stitcher page which i don't know why but you can leave them per episode we don't see those on our five-star review stitcher page that is the easiest and simplest way to leave us a five-star review because for some reason stitcher is a little bit more complicated than itunes when it itunes when it comes to that and i want to thank you everybody that has left us five-star reviews on stitcher and those people that continue to leave us five-star reviews on stitcher mm-hmm. uh thank you so much karen for taking the time out to do that mm-hmm and of course this shit still ain't loaded yet all right um i said you want me to go through itunes too shit uh i nah i got it i'll figure it out it's just it's just a pain in the ass is all i'm saying um but uh it's at what percentage is this shit at 88 percent. so maybe it's almost done whatever the fuck it's trying to do because it's stupid um and i also don't know why the skype voicemail didn't load so it's just that kind of day is what i'm saying guys nah yes um i'll tell you what maybe we'll go to um the uh comments on the site next then since uh this other shit don't want to work <laughs> oh wait was i clicking on the wrong one? Oh, you might have i don't know okay tuesday okay so maybe i'm supposed to click on this maybe that's why i didn't load i was clicking on the oldest one hey ron karen hope you guys are doing well this is iman um I was just thinking about well, I was on Facebook and I was about to comment on another person's Monique post and I was like, why is why I had to think about why the Monique stuff is bothering so much because I had been really good on Facebook and just like ignoring other posts that kind of bother me like whether it's like a Black Panther hate post or, or trying to get people to question everything about it or but the Monique stuff is really starting to bother me and I was wondering why it was bothering me so much and then I I realized it's because I also have like an issue with feeling shy about you know charging people what I feel like I'm worth when it comes to certain services and things because I'm a doula I crochet you know I'm trying to get a podcast together and work out what I want it to be and everything. But 
when it comes, especially like with doula stuff, is because a lot of my clients are people that in the community that I know, so I always feel kind of shy about charging them. And some of them are just like cool about it, and others, you know, I'm like, am I charging too much? Am I charging too little? It's like, so when I see another black woman, you know, no matter like, you know, if she's famous or not, like, asking for what she's worth or feeling like I'm worth more than that and then people dogging her about it it just made me feel some type of way and I felt like really just upset that people like some of the jokes were funny I was like okay I can I have a sense of humor it's like I can see that this situation can be funny but then it just you know took a turn and then you see all the misogyny Oh, she got cut off. All right, let me play the next one because you left too. But I think what she's saying mirrors a lot of stuff that people feel. Oh, I forgot about the two-minute thing. I'm sorry <laughs> if it was too long. But anyway, but yeah, basically it's just I just started hiding all those Monique posts from myself because I was like, it doesn't even matter because I don't feel like getting into meaningless, meaningless uh arguments with people that I know it's like it's it's not even that deep I'm sorry but it mainly just made me take a look at myself it's like I shouldn't feel shy about asking for what I'm worth and I think that's what we can take from the whole situation so okay love you guys bye bye I love you too Amon you too bye bye baby and uh also yeah I, I I agree like I think one um one of the things we don't really talk about is why certain things get to us like we do a good job of like talking about what got to us we do a good job of confronting like the um the logic of why things are wrong you know but a lot of times we don't talk about like why is it we're feeling a certain way and what about that situation managed to bother us um when it comes to you know things like monique right because like you know i'm you know as i'm not a black woman but as black women get in short shrift a lot of times the whole like you're angry you're mean you're a bitch you don't deserve you don't deserve that i mean monique in a in in a general as a general um cause is probably not the hill to die on with some of this stuff because there is more to monique's um issues with hollywood and pay stuff than say just than just being a black woman like right but it's almost like how people waiting for the perfect test case you're never going to get it um and that's why that's why the argument has to be made for even people like monique because people like uh people were using the same kind of logic against like tracy ellis ross you know like oh you're not the main like i mean so you think you need to be getting anthony anderson money you know shit like that when it's like i'm just asking to be paid my value i'm just asking to be paid what i'm worth you know um and also it's a litmus test right because we find out people's biases by the information they choose to believe this is the thing i'm really paying attention to well i've always kind of noticed it but i've really been paying attention to lately um you know i saw people floating out rumor posts of like well you know they, she approached netflix and was insulted not that it should matter but that's you don't even have a good source for that Mm-mm. you know what i heard that she said this where did you get that from 
is no you want to believe that she's just a fucked up person and then we don't have to care about her right we don't have to think about her plight we don't have to mm-hmm. say completely dismiss the argument yeah we don't have to say she got done dirty she got done wrong this wasn't right uh this is happening to her because she's a black woman we don't have to say that you know when um and and, and like she makes some compelling points um that in my opinion are kind of hard to refute because uh according to her you know netflix says it's not about your resume it's about your you know it's it's about what you can do currently okay cool when y'all why did y'all pay anthony i mean why'd y'all pay amy schumer so much money well she was coming off a hot movie she had this she had that well that's her resume then like it like you know it's like the 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 rules were kind of changing um you know and i mean they honestly would have probably been better served by just being like we don't think you hot and just leave it at that you know like hey we we literally just don't think you're good at like what you do we don't think you're funny or we don't think you're gonna bring in enough views they should have just said that if that's what they meant because every talking around it didn't really help you know like it's like it kind of just made it worse because it gave her a bunch of reason to go like but that's not the truth like you know and i think her being confident was another thing that people took exception to um the i'm the most decorated comedian when she's clearly talking about awards like she's got an oscar she's been nominated for all this shit and Mm -hmm. won most of her nominations that she had for different awards um i think only Whoopi goldberg was second although Whoopi might have our case because she was nominated way more times but you know that was her point but people were looking to poke holes in the argument so it didn't matter that she was right Right. it just mattered that people ain't want to hear that shit coming from her um and i think whether like i said her she might not be the perfect test case but the vast majority of people can a lot of black women can relate to that feeling of being told to shut the fuck up and go away and you're being too loud and you're being too angry and you know you should just be happy with what you got and all that stuff and especially kind of disheartening to see it come from the support black women i believe black women type crowd but it happens like people are i I keep coming back to like two or three different things this year and one of them is people are only as faithful to you know their morals and shit as to to the extent of do i like this person or not and a lot of people just don't like monique and that's where they decided to that's the hill they're gonna die on whether she's right or wrong i don't like her so i don't want to say she's right so that's how it came off to me anyway what'd you think about the what she said karen i excuse me i completely agree in particularly being a black woman shit like that bothers me it just it just bothers me i'm like you i could take a joke too and some of the shit was hilarious like like funny is funny Mm-hmm. but once it got to the point where it began to be personal attacks once it got to the point where it just began that nothing she said was valid nothing she said it did could justify it i don't think she's funny shit like that nobody asked your opinion on if you think she's funny or not that's not what's the question it's like you're bringing up shit that's irrelevant to what it's going on like you said netflix would have been better it was like you know what we'll pass you didn't mm-hmm. have to explain why just be like you know what we'll pass on you she could have shot oh you know what you go ahead and shop that around somewhere else i mean you like i said it's a it's always a professional way to handle things so it could have been a a way to handle this where you would netflix would not have had this problem 
and they chose to go this route so when you go this route you don't know how people are going to respond to the decision that you make some people are cool and would have been okay cool and not said anything but she's like no 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 i'm worth more and here's why and people are getting mad with her saying that but at any period of time other people have done this too and they don't get the same backlash you know um particularly uh, but the thing is when has a white man ever came and said i don't get paid enough right let's just keep that out of all the groups of people has there ever been a white man who everybody knows ever paid and everybody knows they're not funny and everybody knows the shit they do ain't hot and they ain't did a, uh especially in 50 years but netflix is paying these motherfuckers money people that's fucking retire netflix got them enough money to get their asses out of goddamn retirement and ain't nobody saying these niggas overpaid get out my face yeah one of the things i find interesting too is um netflix has had dudes like with histories of like sexual assault and shit get their money you know kevin spacey was getting his money till me too popped off so was that dude from the ranch um so was uh like it's just kind of interesting when people decide the coins are it's time to run the wells running dry we don't have the money or the time to deal with this and it's like mm, is that true uh anyway i found one review on uh, itunes that uh, it's from january 20th so if there's something more current um i can't see it uh and i don't think we read this one um but yeah it says they the best five stars um by niche nyc who says tbgwt is one of the first podcasts that address race and culture in a funny and insightful way thank you thank you short and sweet and straight to the point and uh additional back to monique additional back to monique mm-hmm. it's always funny and and being a black woman and a lot of other black women see this it's always funny when it get to us it always stops we don't never have time you're being divisive even our own men turn around and tell us this but when they showing their asses out here wanting to get paid more when they're demanding more pay when they're demanding equality when they're when, when they're out here uh showing their asses out in the street let's say kevin hart would have did the same thing these same niggas that were going at monique would have been like nigga go get your goddamn money what's the difference the fact he has a penis is that the difference because a lot of a lot of this turned down to racism and sexism that's what a lot of this boiled down to that's the foundation of a lot of the backlash towards her no matter how you want to pin it no matter which way you want to spin it no matter how you want to say she's not funny that's the nobody give a fuck if she's not funny to you because you're not fucking paying her netflix is i actually do you one better how many niggas you know support lavar ball but want monique to shut the fuck up come on you know a dude that literally doesn't have you know like a platform or a long-standing history of of work and shit and people i know people that made arguments to the point of saying shit like uh he's the emmett till of this that and the other and we need to support this black man and that and they then turned around and was like you know fuck uh fuck monique asking for all this money what's wrong with her you know uh it's just wow like it, they supported this nigga selling 500 dollars shoes that nobody has gotten yet but somehow monique was out of pocket for thinking five hundred thousand dollars was low and then i think especially when you juxtapose this with um tracy ellis ross and wanda sykes i feel like you do have an argument but people don't like um monique so right they don't like monique and at the end of the day a lot of people don't like black women even black women themselves yeah some of the people was black women although i in all fairness most of the people i seen going up for her were black women 
right 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 most of the people that go up for her were black women but you always have them special snowflakes that want to come out the woodworks and shit like that or have this self-hatred or don't or not comfortable in their own blackness and they'll start coming out the woodwork and even that you have a lot of women that are politically correct because oh we support you unless you're leslie jones oh we support you until you monique you 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 have people that you support but you have to live a certain lifestyle you have to have a certain image you have to be presented in a certain way that's comfortable to white people so i said even some black women come out and at the woodworks because she's not neat she's not cut she's not small enough or whatever the goddamn reason is so even within black women themselves you have a tiny percentage that will come out and do and and speak the same shit that they're constantly on the timeline talking against yeah um all right let's get into the episodes on the page episode 1600 is different when they like you was a feedback episode um and we got uh no comments and the poll no comments but the poll was are y'all feeling the women's march this year meh yes or nay no nine percent yes 18 percent said hey i'm I'm feeling it and 73 percent is meh whatever i think i was kind of in the whatever camp this year it wasn't as exciting needed more controversy uh which is funny though because like after the march it's always like signs of black women that's roasting the white women that's out there marching which has become one of my favorite things so i hope the march continues forever because the sisters holding up funny signs will completely always crack me up um anyway episode 1601 no me too for monique we have Rashani and shante on from the single simulcast podcast and uh we got one comment uh this is from evie who says i think monique brings up a valid point about the pay disparity of black women once again when black women speak up about injustice we're told to shut the fuck up part of it is that some people don't like her and for her outspokenness but that doesn't mean she doesn't have a valid point right. i was so disheartened seeing young so many black men and women say she's irrelevant and she should just get be glad she was offered anything if you don't fight for what you think you're worth who will i support her and i intend to boycott crackle for monique who's with me yeah i will be boycotting um um uh the crunchyroll network so uh, you know i I also had to negotiate with monique okay um (laughs) but nah i feel you know i just don't understand why people are so threatened about her it's like if she wouldn't have said the netflix thing i wonder if that would have changed anything no you know because some people seem to be more offended at the idea like bitch you want us to boycott netflix and then it started from there and went into like like if she hadn't a call to action from black people because i do i do want to say i um there's something to that that is fucked up like when you call on a black community that you don't really seem to um like you don't really seem to be supporting the actions and causes of the community all the time like you're not an activist or anything like that so then something bad happens to you and then it's like all black people get the word out y'all need to do this for me it does it it does part of that part i cannot i cannot separate part of the backlash from that that definitely is where it started because if she would have said the same thing and not brought up we need to boycott netflix some like some people wouldn't have been so quick to be like shut the fuck up they would have been more like oh that's fucked up that they did that to her once she but then but once it started with i ain't boycotting netflix it just spiraled out of just to and also you should just be happy and also shut the fuck up and also who the fuck you think you ought to tell me what to do and if, and i think that's been part of the vitriol in the response is that 
you shouldn't be telling me what i gotta boycott to help your ass and you know y'all can argue over the fairness of that but i do understand that that impulse um it's like when kanye says something about the fashion industry and we all have to be like okay kanye but that's like your thing you know because you there's been plenty of shit where you like i'm not black or or you know i'd like trump and shit and it's like okay you opt in and out when you want to you know i'm not saying monique doesn't not doesn't but you know and i and i guess um nobody wrote in to explain why she needs to not have her husband manager but um you know i was listening to uh i think firestarter or whatever and they was talking about it and bob brought up a good point which is that you know she has been in several like kind of public uh spats with people at this point and they're gatekeepers they're lee daniel they're tyler perry they're oprah and he was saying like if your management can't stop that then maybe you need different management not that he's necessarily doing a bad job or as far as representing her interests right but part of being someone's manager sometimes is being like i know what's best for you even if you act uh if you won't act accordingly <clears throat> so because i'm trying to get us money right so maybe you need somebody in your corner that says don't make that video as opposed to her husband who may be like baby i, I believe in you so much and i support you so much if you want to make that video fuck netflix we're gonna ride on them and it's like yeah you do want a husband and a partner that's a rider that has your back that supports you but as a business if it's not a smart move you need the objectivity as a management as management to be like hey hey, hey we can't do that like this is gonna burn a bridge forever with you so i don't i, I kind of understand now but nobody wrote in to say explain it so it's cool the poll was would you rather have semen thrown on you or be attacked with a sword okay Hmm. I don't want to be attacked with a sword. So you'd rather have semen thrown on you? Okay. Uh I'll be mad, but shit, at least I live. The results, were, the results were the results were fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Don't st- people couldn't decide, Karen. Yeah. I mean, you can wash sperm off. I mean, goddamn. I mean, but still. Both options is fucked up. The um the comments, Demetrius says i'll take my chances with the sword because once that semen hits you that's it and don't let it be thick as a nigga she ha thick as a nigga semen <laughs> courtney says crazy that attack with the sword is one is winning one option has an increased chance of bodily injury and or death while the other option is mostly just gross i can wipe off sperm i can't regrow an arm or something like that right yeah i think people that have had a lot of sperm on them probably feel differently too uh really dark night says wait man 29 of you out here rather get attacked with a sword than get nut thrown on you are you are you all for real after all these years of listening to sword rations you still rather be a victim of that put me down for bukake party instead of tasting <laughs> that cold hard feel fuck that something wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy <laughs> eve says it's disgusting as having semen thrown on you by a stranger is i choose that over being attacked by a sword back shots have never killed anyone yeah i hear you um i think i go with the semen too man these swords man they cause irreparable harm <laughs> right losing eyes and limbs and shit like unless it's I some type of, yeah unless it's some type of infected semen or something i'm, I'm good right? you know anyway 50 50 for that one that was that tested a lot of people that did uh we had episode 1602 on goals where we talked about 
uh government shutdown daca ciara lgbtq news all this stuff mm-hmm. um and we had one comment which is loading falcons diva says hey rod and karen y'all spoke a word about that the church and marriage i was one of those women that would have been co-signing the sermon that sierra posted admittedly i was over the quest of for marriage by the time i got married in other words i gotten past thinking something was wrong with me and was fully prepared to be single for the rest of my life but there was some residual church teachings that led to me ultimately getting married like the sin of sex outside of marriage and the woman's call to be the man's helper more importantly some of those church teachings are what kept me in the marriage mm-hmm i can't put it all on church though before i got married my family and close friends were resigned to the fact that i wasn't going to get married after i got married i leveled up in my family's eyes like a mofo listen here i am single good job well traveled debt free except for my mortgage always swooping in to save family members only one that showed up to all family functions i thought i was pretty phenomenal but when i walked in with that man you would think i turned into wonder woman after that if i showed up without him the questions were endless where was he how is he doing is he coming next time by the time i decided to get divorced i was at peace but i was a little hesitant to tell my family i suspected there was a lot of speculation that i was being too hard on him no one asked how i was doing but there was plenty of inquiries about him and how he was doing listen i love and respect my family but this past christmas i had to take a break from them then i was pretty then i was pretty petty with it and drove to nc but i spent time with family with friends and my godmother oh and it's been a while since i've been to church too god and i still are good but i had to take a break from the misogynistic rhetoric sorry for such a long vent but every now and then i get triggered i've given myself until one year anniversary of my divorce to stop being bitter about my marriage so please forgive me i have a little less than four months to get it all out and i'm gonna tell you this when uh when it comes to family it's okay to separate from family a lot of people think that's the worst shit ever no 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 sometimes you gotta be like you know what this holiday i'm good and if a lot more people would do that you would actually have better functioning relationships with your family you know your family's crazy you know your family get on your nerves you know you don't and i'm just keeping it real you know you don't like to be in the presence of your family every time you get around them is girl you done gained some weight yes bitch i know i know before you know like i got family members like that well i'm like don't ask for that shit you know a constant ask about your mate that shit gets old and they've been doing that since you since shit, shit since you've been a child so it's not brand new your lot of family ain't changed some of your family have been doing this since you was five and six you know take a break it's all right if they feelings hurt they'll be all right you know but that's the thing nobody wants to be looked at as the bad guy and a lot of times what i realize with family family makes you feel bad for opting out they make they they put the obligation on you to come to shit that you don't want to come to and you don't feel like coming to because you know they got fucked up views fucked up opinions they get on your nerves you know you you have to pray or whatever get your mind right or woosah because you know when you walk up in that bitch you almost have to, you you don't want to fight and fuss with them so it's all right to take a break and also uh don't give yourself a deadline baby you go i give myself a year nobody knows how long it takes to get over something like that that's that's not something that you can easily get quote unquote get over so whenever uh you are done with it let it be on your time don't don't put um unrealistic timetables on yourself because what happened if you get to a year and and you're still feeling the same way you you feel right now have you failed is there something wrong with you like you begin to question yourself just let things take their time and when it's time to heal baby you know yeah one of the things i'd also add is that you brought up that um 
that uh you stayed in the marriage partially because of like those beliefs too and i think that's another thing we don't talk about is not just the getting married thing because that like i said everyone thinks i get married and then this pressure's off of me but it never stops because then it's are y'all gonna have some kids what about the house what about um you know a bunch of other just more there's always more shit for people to be in in your business about not to mention if the man cheats on you how many articles things have women blaming themselves for a dude cheating you know you're not enough woman to keep me from cheating how many uh abusive relationships are well you're supposed to submit to me how many emotionally abusive relationships are you're supposed to submit to me so he gets to run the house tell you whatever treat you like you're not his partner in this but but your but his child you know um the you know you let your woman wear that you let your woman go here you let your woman do go out with this person like all that kind of shit is like kind of ingrained in our culture and a lot of it comes through religion um so even if you you know even once you're married if you got married with a lot of harmful a lot of harmful beliefs in the forming of the marriage then yeah you're gonna end up have carrying those beliefs on to to this you know and i think that's a very real uh thing that can happen because even within the marriage it continues to be harmful um and it keep you from leaving it keep you from from demanding better and stuff like that right and and you know people don't want to admit this but it's a lot of abusive relationships quote unquote within religion you know they preach this thing about marriage but you know where's the word about getting divorced where's the word about nobody wants to be abused where's the word about I shouldn't be emotionally and physically attacked where's that abuse I shouldn't be yelled at me and my children should be fearful for our lives like nobody talks about that nobody you know nobody talks about it's okay to leave you know a lot of people are shunned and frowned upon and like you say particularly when it comes to religion no none of the responsibility of leaving falls on a man and shit and some, it, even some in, in, in some religions you have to have the man's permission to quote unquote to goddamn leave you know mm-hmm. to depend on what your religion is and and how their, their laws are laid out and to me that's fucked up you know and a lot of and a lot of times in religion a lot of the power and authority is stripped from women you know that's also a trick of it too you know uh women are taught to be less than women are taught not to be in in, uh places of authority women are taught you know to sit down shut up and be quiet and just be here and have children but a lot of times if you aspire to be more all of a sudden you're shunned you're pushed to the side or even if you are in religion and you quote unquote try to fight against the machine that's very very hard to do it's not impossible but but it's very, very hard to do and those are things that people don't want to talk about either yeah um like when smart said in the chat it's hard to leave when your support system cares more about marriages as a concept than individuals health and safety right your mental health you know mm-hmm. your physical health you know you go you know to them for help and they'll turn around and tell your abuser you go to it for them for help and they'll turn around and tell your abuser where you are and you physically telling them like we are we are in harm we are in danger and yeah. a lot of times you have to end up leaving and separating from these groups for your own safety yeah it's like go get your wife because it's basically we still look at women as property um it's go get your property back you know go like she at this shelter she's doing this it's your right to have her back you know like we don't really do that with men you know um but also it's also weird too because um one of the things about the me too movement that's so scary to so many people to me is like it's not scary because it's just the natural evolution of what we've been building towards for decades at this point and not if not centuries 
this is what equality for women is going to end up looking like it's going to be a lot of um people that are going to have to reconcile that the things that they've done that they've gotten away with are no longer acceptable and this is just part of that process you know and i hope it doesn't stop i hope it continues to go because this is the only way we're going to find out you know some of these things we don't know as a society we know but we don't know women know but in general society doesn't treat it like it's common knowledge and it's like well this is the part of the process that makes it common knowledge is us going hey every woman you know has been sexually harassed every woman you know has had the quote-unquote aziz and sorry type dude every woman you know has had uh the worker who got too close or touched her or something like everyone so now that you know everyone's having it and it's been happening to everyone well part of that is this too like for a long time these guys go to these churches and they get these speeches and people pass them around and there's no real backlash people applaud in the audience there's no real backlash there's no counterpoint to it there's no christian argument against it which is the really the most important part you know it's like back to uh i think it was dr kelly who wrote in talking about how well rod would you call these people a hotel that i call these people christians like the people that's where i don't have a special pet term for them if they christians too like the like the people that applauded that man in that room the people that spread his message on the internet and what now they're finally hearing some backlash to it but i i wish more of the backlash was from a christian perspective where it was other people saying i'm gonna use the same text and the same doctrine to say this is wrong but you don't really see that you just see a lot of people kind of outside being like this is just wrong but you know it would be interesting if someone went to the to the scriptures and was like this is why this is wrong and this is why people shouldn't be spreading these messages that women need to basically be property but at the same time is that even really in the bible i don't know um anyway uh do you believe offset didn't know he was using queer as a slur yes he didn't know or no he meant it as a slur nine percent said yes he didn't know and 91 percent said no he meant it as a slur yes he did and it's actually less than nine percent because the comment is from courtney who says accidentally pressed yes definitely meant no i don't believe him excuse was something right out of trump's playbook aka oh no i didn't mean it like that even though there's no other logical way to take what i said so that's one less person thank you babe yeah so it's even less than nine it's like seven percent even less uh we had episode 1603 chopping chakras to smithereens ah! we talked about that dino dick my man barney mm-hmm. uh, also pregame was good this week i talked to justin about this story um the next day and it was uh it was fun <laughs> if you guys are um if you guys are premium you really will enjoy it this week's balls deep i think it's actually called dino dick but i'm not <laughs> sure <laughs> yes i listened to that you told justin to leave you alone <laughs> <laughs> uh brooklyn shubay says the story report you read about the hospital bed deaths the hospital deaths increasing during the late weekend hours were startling accurate when i was young i had terrible asthma and no health insurance regular doctor i would go to aer with my mom with my mom in the middle of the night i'd be in the hallway with the worst of the worst shot cops shot suspects od and addicts suicidal teens etc when i reached my 20s i would wait if i could to go to the emergency room at five or six in the morning because there was a shift change fresher mm-hmm. doctors nurses and intake thankfully i have health insurance and there's better medicine to control my asthma inhale steroids that still has become a generic but that's another rant so those regular er trips are basically behind me 
I know that feeling. Yeah. I had asthma all my whole youth. Mm-hmm. If you've been into a hospital and knows, you know, and you don't, you don't want to die because we know the weekend shift, the night shift is is like you, the probability of you die is higher. They do. They normally work twelve hour shifts, uh, and they normally, like she said, the shift changes about six a.m., seven a.m. That's when the twelve hours end, and it's time for the next shift to come on. Right. Uh, Dick's Tropics says, wait, Dick's Tropics. I don't know what this is. I can't stop laughing, even though the ad is fucked up. Thick as a nigga, I have to. I had to listen to this episode twice. Ain't no energy blocking this way. <laughs> Shara says I was listening to the two of you talk about the poop knife and I had to pause because I was shocked. I ran into the office and asked my husband if he knew what a poop knife was, and he did. He had experience. My response was, "Holy shit, no lie, white people, <laughs> white people news for real. What the hell? Damn, that's crazy." Uh let's see amy says i died every time i heard magic stick start up that song in that timing my perfecto i think i'll get this episode a second listen it was too funny thank you thank you yeah a lot of people really like this episode uh eve says i used to babysit a lot and kids were literally hypnotized by barney they could be in the middle of a huge tantrum but i turned on barney and they would immediately start crying it was weird even back then i knew something wasn't right with the effect he had on kids <laughs> really is that what we're going with guys you could tell you could tell barney was slanging dick because because of the way the kids paid attention to him i don't think it was that <laughs> none of us saw this coming and i think that should be okay to admit guys we don't have to act like we we always knew something about that damn dinosaur he was out here slinging it around these little kids paying too much attention slinging that ding lang uh it, even back then i knew something was right that uh uh i now now that i know he's slanging that dick i had i want to ask selena gomez and demi lovato if they're okay i don't think he molested little kids or anything but in that article he said the kids could feel his energy and now i'm side eyeing him i was never hear the i love you song the same way again shaking my head Never. yeah he was he was slanging that dick but i, I let's not i don't want to take it out of the pedophilia guys i hope it, it wasn't he was slinging that adult dick yeah it didn't sound like i mean look it doesn't just like because he out here hitting them, them 50 year old cakes dog Come it, don't, on. it don't sound like he nowhere near you know a dude that's just trying to to smash some um some young some young chicks okay so you know i'm, I'm gonna be careful with it. let's be a little careful with that uh the poll was have you had tantric sex yes six percent 94 percent no thought we had some freaks in here <laughs> brooklyn shubay says if tantric sex is means mindful sex and i've had tantric sex because i was in the mind to get laid <laughs> laugh my ah! ass off sorry i'm corny it's okay i know you was just out here getting your getting your life episode 1604 the curtain call uh we had no comments it was just our walking dead recap and mm-hmm. i mean no comments no feedback like what the hell some people um, was excited it was like i'm glad they did my recap it's our fault for waiting that long honestly it's not y'all's fault we, we did take four <laughs> i know the season's about to restart back up yeah but but see this way we won't have as long of a break you, you won't Mm-mm. anyway the poll was are you gonna miss fatty carl yes i will or no it was time for him to go 84% of them said, yes, I will miss Fetty Carl. 
you know what that's that's sweet guys you guys are real sweet for that um 16 percent no it was time for him to go courtney says i miss the hat the most recipes to call <laughs> and the hat the greatest couple this show has ever known <laughs> they almost made it right yes um yeah it's gonna be cru- excruciating to watch how he die because you know you're gonna he gonna have to die like i wonder if his dad gonna have to kill him. yeah it's gonna it's gonna have to be something big cause you know on this show when some you know some main characters die the big thing is like you get like a really big death like like your death mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be something special about it that is you just don't you know walk and get uh caught by 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 a stray uh walker they like nah we gotta do something big yeah i wonder if he's gonna um fire i mean not fire if he's gonna give the hat to judith now or something or if he's gonna put the hat back on you know it'll be interesting to see what they learn from this all right we have some emails let's get into this and then we'll get out of here hey karen and rod this is from simone who says i'm five minutes into the first episode of black lightning my lord nina simone singing strange fruit all these black actors working a fanny lou hammer reference crest williams who will always be scooter from living single in my mind is still fun i totally get why you both fanned out and i'm just at the first commercial break this show already feels like it just it's just what i needed after extremely trying two weeks nearly two full episodes left to watch but had to pause and thank my friends in my head hope uh hope you both had a great week we did and mm-hmm. thank you thank you yeah black lightning is is is, is lit as mm-hmm. the kids say it was our second episode was dope too Amon says hi again just want to clarify my voicemail i wasn't saying the conversation around monique's versus netflix isn't important we're talking about talking about it with people who clearly seem set in their mind state of hating on her especially on social media it also annoys me that people are trying to use black women comedians to undercut her point how many other black women comedy specials are there on netflix right now i think it's only one of her old specials and one of leslie jones old specials that's it it also enrages me when folks bring in monique's dramatic work as a negative mark on her like what the fuck right you look you know what i'm sorry this is just making me mad all over again i'm going to leave it there thanks for talking about all the hypocrisy on this issue side note that frankie french post you shared shocked me because i didn't even notice there were no black women in bright i was too mad and distracted by there being no black elves our boy <laughs> our boy caught nick or at nick at night <laughs> love y'all am <Iman. laughs> yeah frankie french uh who uh she's uh one of the people that goes on um a sock puppet of three guys on mm. but she's also a very funny comedian and stuff and she had this really good post about like how to her to see other black women hating on the monique thing really bothered her a lot because mm-hmm. like we can't ask for better for ourselves and what the fuck can we ask for right you know and i and i completely understood her point uh she wasn't saying all black women are blaming all. she mm-hmm. was just basically saying like of the people that are rooting against her why other black women you know that's so weird marissa writes in dear rod and karen happy new years to both of you and i hope the new year we get more adventures with karen a travel series i'm glad you enjoy your trip to jamaica karen i'm also glad you confirmed how nice the resorts and sandals was because i always viewed all-inclusive resorts as like that fire festival jaru was hosting now ah! now on to business i watched a debate about monique and netflix and let me say people can think whatever they whatever about monique regarding her marriage her attitude whatever the levels i saw people even black people twisting themselves in the press was defending black women getting lowballed 
uh the argument always went back to well who monique thinks she is dave Chappelle or amy schumer what a coincidence that a black woman is viewed as less than a white woman and a brother now we may not uh now have we seen this mentality before exactly oh yeah we have to a lot of people equality exists only because a black man and white woman have come up so you black Mm -hmm. chicks you take whatever we give you and be happy amy schumer is not nor will she ever be funny to me but uh she getting her money because she has an audience uh then we saw what went down oh, monique has an audience too i remember watching her on comic view back in the early 90s she has won awards for her acting has specials the queen of comedy still bang 500k is an insult now offering my non-comedian ass that money is different right an industry yet nope uh uh yeah uh, industry vet nope yeah i agree um well what's interesting is um because the thing what's funny is you could have made this argument about leslie jones just two years ago correct 48 years old um you know really just first getting her break into snl and a bigger white audience she had been the best kept secret of black audiences for a long time black audiences kept her afloat kept her employed you know like she was able to go do black stand-up now one of the things that's becoming uh a major contention in all these discussions about stand-up there's a lot of people who don't really fuck with stand-up talking about stand-up right you know and there's a lot of people that just don't know what the fuck they talking about so it, and and maybe that's the problem is the art of stand-up the the industry of stand-up is just not something that people are that interested in but yet they want to give an opinion um everybody gotta have a hot take about everything yeah it's, i mean because in all fairness um the dave Chappelle specials to me were still funny he's still really fucking good he's still one of the best in the game ever to ever do it he put out basically four specials in two years and all of them to me were funny they might not hit the social critical lens and and the academic like levels that people wanted but that's not something i necessarily ask of my comedians like i don't ask you to be right i ask you to be funny and if you make me laugh then we good you know um and it doesn't mean i agree with every joke or that every joke is funny there's some Mm -hmm. jokes in every special i'm like "Eh, well let's see what he does with this let's see how he can get himself out of that or whatever right but i appreciate the art of stand-up you know i appreciate that but i think one of the things that hasn't been discussed as much because it was too focused on monique netflix has kind of undercut the value of stand-up by just giving everybody a special correct and so stand-up for like hbo is an event it's like this person must be funny or they must got next even even hbo has lowered the bar to give you a special i think gerard carmichael has two of them already like he's young as fuck um the michael chase special i want to say started on hbo but maybe it was on netflix first anyway um the point the point being like it's so low and the competition is so high at this point with in stand-up that motherfuckers are basically giving away these goddamn specials you know every like let's just give everybody one and at some point there will be like a lowering of the value and i don't know how much people are watching these specials like that anyway you know i don't even know what the watch numbers were from Chappelle. Mm -mm. you know because if if your argument is she's not gonna bring in enough views to make it worthwhile to have her on netflix then how many views did the Chappelle specials get because that that motherfucker costs way more than y'all were willing to offer her so what number is the right number 
you know if that's how you think they measure value which i i low-key don't think that they can measure value in views that's just that's uh to me it's like that's a partial picture of the value but they get their money from investors so it's more about spending money to look a certain way and once we talk about optics don't you want to look like you have black women on your fucking shit mm-hmm. don't you want to look like you do they might be more valuable to you to look like you pay them and stuff like that than even the va- than even the value of the views like it's not such a meritocracy as people try to portray it um anyway so all that shit to say like i don't think that um we really got to discuss like the bigger issue of stand-up in general and what is the value of stand-up now because we spend so much time consuming shit via social media via the internet all this stuff how many people really sit down with the mentality to let a stand-up do their thing and and want to also be on social media talking about this stuff like i don't think the social media crowd is necessarily the stand-up crowd Mm -mm, it's not you know social media is kind of a like like it's kind of a it's a hyperbole like i say it's hyperbole like social media is a lot of people talking a lot of times to a lot of people that agree with them in most cases and being mm-hmm. very loud but i would say they don't really represent the true representation of the audience at a stand-up or the audience of people that watch stand-up and don't have hot takes and 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 all this shit most people that watch that Chappelle special are probably just either gonna laugh at it or not laugh at it and they're not gonna go and now i want to go talk to people about it i recognize the bubble i'm in we have surrounded ourselves with a lot of very funny people many of them professional stand-up comedians you know friends of the show and stuff that like they they want to talk about it because it's their careers right i talk to i talk about it because i love stand-up like that i'm I'm like oh my god i norm mcdonald got a special out i want to go see i want to see this you know um and even with me i can't see as all of it anymore because they're giving away so much that it's not special anymore the odds of me watching a whack-ass stand-up special have increased tenfold in the last few years because mm-hmm. everybody getting them you know people that clearly aren't ready they don't have 30 minutes to an hour but somehow they got the special you know right and then you have people out there that have been working for a very long time and that are very funny that won't even get a glance but you yeah. have a lot of average to mediocre white ass dudes that get specials and comedy central's giving away a lot like it's this was the way the game was gonna go eventually it's just wild that within that spectrum monique still should carry some cachet because she's been doing it so long she is a name we don't even call her by her last name none of us know her last name i know i don't she's somebody it's not like this isn't a nobody asking for some a handout right she's somebody you would think she would merit more wanda sykes is definitely somebody they offer her less than half of that like come on man it's a problem i i don't i don't even know why this is an argument and if d ray davis was joking about that five million and i guess haha but if he wasn't joking come on guys come on man like they could have gave him more they made bright with 90 million dollar budget they got they got more money to give it's, and i just don't know why that turned into such a personal thing uh then we saw what went down with tracy ellis ross same thing all of a sudden when it was leaked that she may have been paid less the levels of folks demeaning her place on blackish compared to anthony anderson that train of shit that train to shit on sisters is literally never late it won't be long before they're coming for tiffany haddish that train will be on time too anyways congrats to karen for no more student loans nice job with the assist rod 
no problem thank you uh yeah and also the tracy ellis ross thing was kind of funny too because um isn't it funny how much people love tracy ellis ross when she's hosting an award when she's like when uh when it was her anthony anderson hosting the bet awards when tracy ellis ross shows up on the black carpet with the black power fist what like people legit like will support her and then the second she's like you know and it by the way she didn't say shit but the second there were rumors about her being unhappy with the negotiation process it was like well shit don't nobody watch the show for you like okay but a lot of people do and it will fucking affect the ratings whether you want to believe that or not right um but you know what i don't it's weird i wonder how far we've come i don't know true because i still remember aunt viv getting replaced you know and they didn't make anybody turn that shit off you know what i mean i wonder if we've come further in that 20 years or so if people would be like because i I mean i hope you're right i think matter of fact i would say i think you're right but i wonder because people i I mean sometimes people let me down i I think they'll see a dip yeah i think they see a dip i'm I'm not saying you're gonna get canceled i'm just saying you're gonna have a percentage of people they were like oh i only watch show for her fuck it i'm out yeah i wonder what it would be is what i'm saying right i wonder because i don't think it happened with aunt viv Mm-mm. so i wonder what would happen if and this is before the the quote-unquote pre-work woke yeah, folks before social media right because if that shit was to happen now oh some people will say something yeah I, I, right and i wonder if they have the numbers now to be like we're gonna make an impact like fuck this show you just tanked your show i hope it doesn't come to that though all the best marissa from the bronx thanks marissa p.s mm-hmm. where are y'all finding these terrible ass acoustic covers that are more they're more awful than the usual ones play on the show those covers should be reported to homeland security your uh your opinion's been noted miss <laughs> martikin says level up wife yourself wife your silly wait wife yourself silly women's not women's mm-hmm what is he it's so interesting to hear your views on the sierra post when i heard it first i did not take it as because you're not married you ain't shit i took it as you should carry yourself with the assurance that you are married that you are married or not because you are so loved by god as you are so walked in confidence and know your worth now why the standard uh of the ultimate confident woman is wife we already know why misogyny but yeah i took it as love yourself god already finds you wonderfully worthy and let the light shine in you and good and a good man will see that and recognize the treasure you should already know the the treasure you should already know you are yes i wear rose-colored glasses sometimes so basically i was not offended as much but found it to be problematic in a slightly different way than you but hearing your perspective i do see what you're saying y'all always glad to hear different views from my own uh even though most of the time i completely agree with y'all especially the rants and the puns i will say yearning for a life partner is not all church-based or religion-based it could be individual or anthropological societal pressures surely play a part but also just because of the human condition maybe the target of this message are the women who are tired of being single i mean you and your you have your queen karen so it's not your experience to live well until your 40s as a single person let alone single woman in this world not by choice it is partly fomo fear missing off and part just wanting a partner in this life someone in your corner not about not what about not about what other people think or about measuring self-worth i think the pastor was pandering to that crowd and kind of saying that he thinks these women what these women want to hear i do not think he has any right to tell these women how to be though and sierra being silent is free um well you know let me add a couple things to this because i i'm not a single woman and in my 40s and shit like that but um 
a part of what we a lot of what we call society is influenced by religion now yes it is and and my thing is that you can't ignore that and what you said is not what he said on this video like wh- like wh- what you said is different mm-hmm. he never said god loves you love yourself get your you know and you and, 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 and instead of saying you don't need a man to me the whole message in my opinion was you you as a woman looking for a man get yourself right in a position to find a man like like that that was the pushing of this message listen he said the reason you're not married is because you carry yourself in the spirit of a girlfriend this was not up for debate this is not because you don't love yourself as god loves you he He literally said the measure of your value is being a wife to being picked to be a man's wife so the reason you are not with a man is because you don't have the right mentality and you don't carry yourself the right way and then you will be valuable so it's whether he was trying to flip it to like some fake it till you make it type shit he essentially was saying the ultimate value of a woman is to be chosen by a man right secondly the societal thing we cannot skip over this society is influenced by thousands of years of religion so while we the things we call society are not amorphous like the like different religious culture put it this way in other cultures where you can have multiple wives if we don't just go well i was missing a life partner and stuff where, where there's arranged marriages they don't even have a romanticism of picking and choosing a wife on uh on that level it's almost like a business decision like a parents go this will be the good pairing this will be the right we'll keep the class going we'll keep this going like uh our stake in society will be moved up by this arrangement you know dowries and stuff take place marriage is a business proposition more so than anything else um the love part is extremely optional and very lucky and fortunate i feel very lucky and fortunate to be with karen and to be with somebody i love but that that's like the actual arrangement of a marriage ain't that fucking special you know like um the pre and the pressure we put on women in society that also is not that special it's not just the christian church it's a lot of people through society and we specifically put it on women you notice like i'm sorry i'm not trying to blow up on you but it's like you do notice like it they don't address the men they never do why is that they're in a room full of people some of those people are men i've never been in a church where they took the men to hey why aren't you are not acting how a man should act when he's looking to be a husband never like we can't skip over some obvious stuff in the room to then go to like well it could be a nice thing it's not and it never is you know it you can dress your misogyny up in flowery words you can hide it behind the cross you can do whatever you want misogyny misogyny you know it is what it is so you know it's and i don't think we're doing any favors by trying to like um put put, put the rose colored glasses on it you know and i don't mean to demean folks religion i know people are there's plenty of people that are religious that listen to the show right there's plenty of christians that listen to the show one of the reasons i try not to talk about this shit to be honest is because i don't want to make y'all mad or upset y'all about some shit about the way i feel and ultimately it's not going to change anything it's not like anyone ever listened to shit and then they go well you know what you changed my mind i have been feeling this way or whatever but for the most part people are just like either i already see what you're saying or 
fuck it and most people that go to this you know they go to church and they hear these messages they're gonna keep going even if they disagree with them the same way that they go and they hear the stuff about gay people and they keep going and they hear the stuff about um you know all you know all this shit you know they just keep going anyway so it, it, i'm not even saying this to change your mind or whatever but it's obvious to me what the message was i like i don't know what he would have had to like did he if he would have said bitches would have been different like if he would have said females would have been different like these are some of the same things that misogynistic men say online but they use different language like oh these females be acting like this and that's why they ain't no wife you know like it's that kind of shit to me so um but but you know i but i also understand how especially if you've been in that environment and especially with the him being on stage and all these women applauding him it's like oh no he's telling them what they want to hear he's telling them the right thing but you know um and and that's that that's actually the the trick to me of a lot of church a lot of church is i can trick you into thinking this is good because everybody's clapping for it and because i'm on stage with a mic and i got an organ and i got a choir and i'm in a suit and it's like well then i guess this misogyny is different but when you take the same misogynistic message and it's tyrese how many of the same people would be like man fuck tyrese who is he to tell me blah 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 well if he was in if it was a sunday and he was at an organ and he had a fucking choir behind him and he was on a stage in a pulpit behind a podium how many people would absolutely be applauding tyrese's message it's one of the reasons he was so confused at the pushback like really y'all why y'all saying this like because this ain't church you know but so many black men have ridden this model to to luxury to being rich you know and it, and it, and i guess it bothers me because i feel like it's such a it's such an obvious scam and you know whether it's internalized misogyny or whatever the people that buy into it it kind of uh, to me is ne- a negative effect a net negative effect on the entire community for women to be walking around feeling like they ain't shit till they get a man and oh i would try to down anything that was part of that uh system whether it was a church or whatever but um i but i do i I do understand it's not just church so please don't get it twisted i'm not saying only church does this life does this we the government does this right right the government benefits you to be married they they benefit you to have children you get tax breaks that's not for no reason yeah so i you know i'm not like i said i hesitated to even talk about it because i didn't even talk about it on social media to be honest because i saw how many people were upset by and i and there's reasons that people are upset by it as well you know with their own insecurities and own things that they're dealing with their own messages that they're getting uh because technically it shouldn't really matter what the fuck sierra thinks or that pastor thinks it really shouldn't matter to be honest if you're single that has nothing to do with your life it you know but there's a level of like just getting fed up with hearing this shit over and over that people are starting to have and i'm I'm happy to hear that people are tired of this shit because it's not your fault you know it's fucked up to right and people and people um, and women are single for a lot of different reasons and the thing is uh and people that like some single women are actually out here looking for a man every single woman ain't looking for a man dog mm-hmm. like you know what else church like is black churches have also been used to put respectability politics on black people and there are black people that clap for that shit and eat it up too and i don't fuck with that you see what i'm saying like it's bigger than just 
this one thing like if you would have shared a clip of this dude being like and the reason y'all out here going to jail is because y'all don't pull y'all pants up i'll be like the fuck is this nigga talking about you know what I mean? like like if it's if he was out here like the reason y'all don't do this is because y'all won't cut y'all hair i'm like okay bro i don't know that that's the message of you know like if if systematic racism is gonna be solved by us all getting haircuts and the church is one of the main places that argument comes from and if she would have shared that clip i would have been just as like uh you know and keep in mind i'm saying this is someone who didn't even talk about on social media like i think i made a joke about like anything beyond jokes i don't have really to contribute because i don't really care what they think russell and Ciara. like that's their life and like i said there's a lot of people around us that think this shit so yeah i I don't i don't know anyway uh and like i said the government's complicit you get tax break for getting married you can Mm -hmm. write your kids off right but what is part of what what is the moral fabric of the government where'd that come from right like like it still comes from the foundation of religion our government has one man one woman as the the blueprint for marriage the fact that this guy's not even talking about same sex relationships right like there's a lot of stuff that is in being put into the conversation by omission of other things right so like this is a place where it's not like we say well 40 year old lesbian women you know out here being lonely and they you know you're not valuable to you somebody's wife we don't say that to lesbian women right we they don't even count (laughs) so you know we don't say that to gay men you ain't somebody's husband yet you go a man ain't picked you how you living your life right we don't even say that Mm -mm. there's a lot of shit right there in front of our faces that we're just letting slide because he said it in a suit and he said it nice and he didn't cuss you know anyway i'm just sharing my initial reaction to him and the reaction to your analysis on the video i cannot unhear your analysis i have acknowledged some of the problems you identify some people are better off single but that is not the case for everyone ultimately we all just have to make the best of our circumstances and make the best decisions we can and try to be happy i agree i guess me too not listen being single ain't for everybody being coupled up ain't what for everybody Mm-mm. being in a one couple ain't for everybody being in a open relationship ain't for everybody being in a um sexually monogamous relationship ain't for everybody like er, like all all i'm saying is go find the things that make you happy if this if you are a person that needed to hear what we said on the show i hope you heard it if you're a person that's like yo why have i closed myself off to all these possibilities and let myself feel bad because the my worth is being defined by a man because i heard those women applauding that shit and that's the part that made me feel sad you know i don't really care like if that's some belief system you've arrived to at your own and you just want to be miserable because you ain't got no man somehow i guess but i really doubt that most people have completely arrived to that decision on their own most people have been influenced by a society and a religion and the pressure of you ain't shit if you're a woman and you ain't got a man right and we can't ignore this very real pressure that's very prevalent in all our media and all this shit and then go well they just you know that's what that's how women want it like is it though all of them you know what i mean like there should be some acknowledgement like maybe motherfuckers have been indoctrinated into feeling bad about themselves or something that they shouldn't feel bad about 
you know it's it's almost the same argument we use for gay people when we talk about discrimination and well gay people are killing themselves well that's because they feel bad because they're doing the wrong thing or do we have an entire fucking society of messages that you're not a good person because you're lgbtq like some of this shit does matter the stuff we put out into the world so i i do think that you know and like i said if if you're like i i want to be single and i don't need no man i understand that and not every woman is sitting around like i'm strong i don't need no man but i'm just saying you shouldn't have to feel bad as if you're less of a person because you ain't got a man that's so that's not i feel very comfortable saying that's just fucked up right you know i feel very comfortable saying that's that's different than going i wish i was with somebody and it just hadn't happened yet or i'm not a good person because it hasn't happened yet and i feel like his shit was promoting you're not a good person you don't operate correctly that's why you haven't had a man and and i'm saying so much of this is luck and so much of this is just not in the it's just not someone's fault it's not a a a negative character trait that we should stop talking about it as if it is like you act like a girlfriend that's why you ain't got no man like kind of shit is that what do you mean i act like a girlfriend i'm not carrying myself correctly you know like everyone and meanwhile getting married i I understand it's a big deal to a lot of people it ain't even that fucking big of a deal it's not some anomaly that happens on the woods a lot of motherfuckers are married unhappily as fuck you know what i mean like but they married though you know what i'm saying like for some people that's all that matters harpo beating a lot of people dog okay come on beating the shit out of them not everything is so it's so rosy and i i just wanted to add some levity to it which is why i brought up the whole statistics of uh women's lifespans getting shorter and all this stuff like it's not as rosy as we paint it to be and it's okay if we're gonna have the conversation let's be honest about the whole conversation you know because there's a lot of people that put this shit on a pedestal and then they get married and then you know they can't stand the motherfucker it's like i don't want to be at home with this nigga either you know anyway now as far as for the know me too for monique i have to go back and listen to how you broke down the economic structure of netflix i would talk about that too but hey this email is long too long and my pressure goes all the way up love the show i'm premium gave him a five-star review so i don't feel too bad about this long ass rambling ass email you shouldn't uh but i still feel a little bad nah continue to write in i'm going to have a to spend to send you some tea for calming your vocal cords from reading this long email nah you don't need to do that Mm-mm. um and we appreciate the feedback and we do honestly man i think um that attitude of like it, it's not that bad is kind of how the shit um feels to a lot of people and it, and i think it's hundreds of years of practice to make it feel that way like what i'm saying is not bad i just want y'all to be out here getting a man i'm like is that <laughs> like um <laughs> you know is that what it's about you know and and why does a room full of women want to be told that they gonna get a man like we had to ask, i feel like we should ask the question before the before you even walk in the room what are the influences that are making people feel a certain way you know because what what is the influence to make black people clap for you telling me to pull my pants up and cut my hair off because that happens in church a lot what's the influence right systemic racism puts pressure on me to make me feel like i have to beat it you know what i mean it makes me feel like i have to get in here and prove that i'm valuable so i will clap for another black person in a suit telling me to put on a suit and that i'm not a bad person 
because i feel like i beat it but when i go outside the cops can beat me in my fucking head in my suit and it won't have changed anything but i felt good for a couple hours that week in my church and i'm not trying to take that feeling away from people but i feel like also that feeling isn't necessarily real and it's detrimental when we start relying on that as if it's fact when it's not scientific fact i like i'm completely understand the idea of wanting some relief from this i this society it's like you ain't shit you ain't got a man where your man at you come around to thanksgiving you ain't got no man when you gonna have some kids like i understand like that pressure sucks but then the the solution to that pressure isn't to then go well every sunday i'm gonna tell you that uh you ain't shit and and but one day maybe you can hope to be shit and then you'll get a man like nah we should start with like nothing's wrong with you you know, and here's here's the clip again because I, I think it's relevant. The other side for any of my single sisters is a guy. What is about? Where, 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 Lord? Where am I gonna be found, Jesus? I've been in here worshiping you, perfect in all of your ways, but I'm still single. Here's what the scripture says: He that finds a wife finds a good thing. It didn't say he that finds a girl that he's attracted to, who he then begins to date who he then calls his girlfriend, who he then buys a ring, proposes and makes her his fiance, who he then marries later, who becomes his wife. You're not a wife when I marry you. You're a wife when I find you. I I don't really see how there's another way to see what he said as all the flowery kind of, he's just saying, love yourself and the way that God loves you. And you, nah, it sounds like he's literally saying like, you're wondering why you ain't got a man it's because you act like uh, a girlfriend as opposed to a wife and whatever that means he doesn't really offer the how you know in that small clip maybe he goes on to offer it but he doesn't really tell you what uh, um a wife is compared to a girlfriend but if y'all think every woman in that room is quote-unquote acting like a girlfriend that's why she ain't got a man that immediately is the problem you know what i mean and and i don't know the presence of a man doesn't seem that fucking uh flattering just you know mm. knowing just any old nigga you know um, what i mean right because <laughs> the, the thing about and i can tell uh being married to you is 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 a privilege uh because like some men don't know how to talk to women and i've heard other men like talk to their wives and talk to their mm. husband i would be like nigga i will cuss you the motherfucking fuck out you right. know a lot of women deal with a lot of stuff and deal with men disrespecting them because like you say it's a lot of people that quote unquote did all the right things prayed and worshiped laid before god and just did all these great things and they're in miserable marriages and they have to deal with some fucked up situations and they have to deal with people not treating them right and ostracizing them and all that stuff you know because when it comes to marriage everybody preaches about how great and wonderful a marriage is but nobody talks about what happened when the marriage doesn't work what happened when they fall apart what happened when you're no longer in love what happened when you want to leave for abuse nobody talks about the, the 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 things of escape no no religion doesn't talk about all marriages ain't the same you know you know and and if you are divorced a lot of times in certain religions it's you're shunned you can't get positions of authority all of a sudden you're considered unworthy uh particularly with the women you know if you've ever been divorced and have children and shit like that and so when you talk about this you can't separate that part of the sermon too you know because those part of in this sermon those are things that you know they don't touch it they don't talk about it. or if they do they they talk about it in quote-unquote uh, uh a separate ministry you know you don't get everybody together on a sunday morning and preach to the people in masses yeah i just 
i just of anything that we said on the show or especially anything i said i just don't want people to have to feel bad because they're not with somebody that just seems that just seems fucked up you know and i'm not saying you're fucked up i'm just saying the whole idea of you're less of a woman because you ain't got a man is some shit that we need to do away with uh we got another uh card this one has a beach on the front um and let's see what this says dear rod and karen thank you for the christmas card oh okay so somebody we sent one to yes uh caribbean queen caribbean queen uh dear rod and karen thank you for the christmas card i wanted to write because 2017 was one hell of a year last february after i finally went premium shortly thereafter i was wrongfully terminated the four months i was out of work fight my employer when i wasn't reading policies at hearings or job hunting i was at home binging on netflix and turning tuning into my favorite podcast tvgwt was one of the fun one on the top of the list your words jokes and puns often were reassuring after coming from hearings where i was basically called incompetent in june i was triumphant they had to eat crow i got my job back and had to be made whole i had the same manager but this time my eyes are wide open first of all congratulations on winning your battle in court come on um and i'm so sorry you went through that um that's that's wild that's about the job they don't tell you about either so you know another (laughs) i'll keep going on this tangent another thing we do this way unemployment when people don't have jobs we make them feel like shit like they are not contributing members to society like when they were working they checked in going to that motherfucking unemployment insurance fund like everybody else's and when they had the nerve the audacity they have to get a little bit of unemployment we make them feel like they are less of a fucking human being you know like you ain't shit you ain't got no job like it's just societal shit that we bought into as a structure of this country and the world that it's not good for people man like you're not a productive member of society because you out of a job i remember when i was unemployed you know they stripped down the unemployment to inhumane levels in our state you can't live off of that bullshit it went like you used to be on unemployment for like three years it was matched by your salary um so that you know because you have a good paying job which means you put more money into the uninsurance fund correct But, but but most importantly like you um you have a good paying job that means you got bills that means you live a place that you gotta pay some you know rent on this a little bit you gotta pay a mortgage this a little, you might have a car note so it used to be like okay you would get in say um three thousand dollars every two weeks or some shit like well you won't get three thousand but you might get say um fifteen hundred or something right like you don't have to cut back some expenses but you might be able to make it if you mm-hmm. listen they cut this shit to three something a week and taxes come out of that max max they don't give a fuck what you were doing before right like that shit is inhumane but you know why it passed and you know why people don't have a problem with it because everyone thinks if you don't have a job you don't deserve a job you ain't shit you just don't work hard you don't care about yourself that's kind of how the message to me felt when this dude was talking about why women don't have a man it's like oh it's because you ain't you ain't walking around with the mentality of a wife like or what the fuck is the mentality of a wife and what is and how do you know i don't have that i just don't i'm just not married right now i just don't uh you know i don't this like and i think low-key if if he would have had to go and explain i feel like a lot of that shit is really just don't be out here having sex with dudes until you get married to them which is always some reductive shit because we ain't never told to do that ever in church ever we have never been like and men stop giving away all this dick fuck out my face anyway 
so moving along optimistically here comes september uh hurricane irma my family home literally was gone with the wind damn it was rough those first few weeks no home no power no internet i had no appetite and survived on gatorade the signal was not strong enough to download the podcast however i did go old school and read books when we finally got access i binge downloading our regular favorite podcast throughout all of the holidays uh we're low-key but i'm totally i'm truly looking forward to 2018 so i send this card to add you to to a long thank you list of family and friends that have helped me through 2017 your podcast is really uh it really is all the good things people say love caribbean queen um p.s i use this method because in truth my handwriting is atrocious so is mine and i thank you so much uh not just for listening and stuff but also for putting this paper in here um and thank you and the back of the car has a message uh because it's from the beach has always felt home like home to christian wheatley whether surfing in california age 11 or later working in the florida keys on a reef project i don't know what christian wheatley is that sounds white but it is a white dude with a dog on the back mm-hmm. i mean a camera on the back so mm-hmm. thank you christian wheatley as well appreciate you dog thank you uh and then karen got this gift hi karen and rod i've not seen any affordable uh, an affordable option like this one until i saw it on your list i hope this helps and stay glowing and exfoliated our black will crack if it is dry stay moisturized and enjoy simone e and i uh, can't explain to them what this what this is oh that's a, a beauty care massager uh i think i remember uh miss smart was talking about it hers probably a little bit more fancier than mine mm-hmm. but uh this is one where it has like different brushes and some of them are soft and some of them are, are hard and they uh help with your skin uh exfoliate your skin get the dead skin scrub all the stuff off your face to keep your pores popping and keep your skin uh bumping and it was it was not expensive at all like she said normally those things are really high mm-hmm. i was looking on amazon and i found a special they got like seven seven eight different brushes and shit like that so i'm excited uh, uh using it uh to get my skin shining shout out to simone and I'll, lastly um this isn't really podcast related but i was live tweeting future man mm-hmm. which is a funny show on hulu we also did an off-season review of it um and the future man hulu account saw me live tweeting it and hit me up and was like uh can we dm you and they did and they said they were gonna send me something and they sent me these pins uh from the future man uh tv show which is also serendipity because i was wearing my future man t-shirt when i checked the mail i don't know like what the fucking odds of that were ah! uh and i took a picture with it although i spilled something on my shirt so i had to take the shirt off but anyway the point being uh thank you future man as well um and uh y'all should check out that show if y'all are into it that really it's really good, good um all right we'll be back tomorrow uh this week i know we have on wednesday comedy outliers will be a guest yay mike brown and brandon collins um so can't wait to talk to them i know wednesday um and uh until then um we'll just you know regular shows uh the rest of the week so uh we'll see you guys tomorrow also i'm gonna be on the sandy uh check the uh movie trailer reviews podcast uh should be out today or tomorrow with chris uh which is why we're doing the show so early um so anyway thank you guys oh yeah yes karen yeah thank you oh yeah go ahead oh and there's something special for the premium people you're going to get something really really uh special soon mm-hmm. uh i did some what is it some on scene recording on mm-hmm. on site recording with a very special guest with a very special guest and i am so 
uh excited about it so for those of you as premium you're gonna see a new feed and we'll tell about tomorrow probably because you're gonna try to put it up today and i am so uh excited uh i bet it's please forgive me baby i do not remember your name because you sent it a while ago shout out to the, it was it was a uh a, a female uh uh shout out to the person that sent me a zoom um because that's what i use for the recording i started tinkling with it i've been tinkling with it for a while but i started tinkling with it and i finally learned how to record it on it and do stuff on the scene so y'all might get some more on scene shit with me hey yeah so there you guys go see you demise uh tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.